0: The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study.
1: Just this morning, I was sitting on our front porch, uh, crisp and cool outside with a cup of coffee in hand. You know, that makes everything better. And I, I lifted my head, lifted my eyes, and noticed a certain cloud cover moving overhead, and then the clouds broke and the sky was clear and beautiful. You know, it's amazing. We live our lives so often with our head down that we, we fail to be reminded of the God who is higher, who is above all. Uh, I really believe in Scripture. That's why we're challenged repeatedly to lift up our eyes and to lift up our head because we can live life with our head down, can't we? We can get so stuck in what we see right in front of us that we fail to remember there's a God who is above all and who is working through all. That's why when you begin this beautiful psalm of praise in Psalm 148, the first thing God does is he lifts our eyes to the heavens. Listen to Psalm 148, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts. Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. Praise him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded, and they were created. He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. Now, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, uh, but uh, let me just give you a little secret to Psalm 148. Uh, You have four definite dimensions in Psalm 148, and in the opening six verses, you find the first dimension. What is it? It's the heights of praise. He, he begins in the heights. He takes you all the way to the heavens. I love that, don't you? The God who is higher than all lifts us there. I think there's a direct parallel here, of course, to Genesis chapter number one because when God began his creative work, uh, we know the first thing he does is he creates light. That's the very nature of God. And then immediately in verse number six, uh, he begins with the firmament and the waters that were above the firmament and the waters below the firmament. Uh, he, he begins uh, with the heavens, if you will. He starts there. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And so he's really taking us back in time, but he's also lifting us up uh, to show us that everything above us, God Almighty created God himself sustains, and God alone is worthy of the praise. I love this thought because instead of beginning with earth, he begins with heaven. Uh, We know that there are three heavens, of course. Uh, There's the heaven that we see by day where the birds fly. Uh, There is the heaven that we see by night uh, where the, the moon and the stars, the constellations appear. And Then there is the third heaven, the heaven where God dwells, the heaven that you cannot see by day or by night you can only see it by faith through the lens of Scripture, but it's very real. And yet the Lord is lifting us, might I say it this way, above the earth, out of ourselves, above the fray. You know, we get so caught up in what's going on all around us and what we're dealing with, and the Lord says, let me, let me lift you to the heights. Do you remember that one of the expressions for God is, is this? He is the high and the lofty one. Now, this is beautiful. The high and lofty one begins by coming to us. Christ became a man without ever ceasing to be God, so we could never come to where he was, so he came to us. Praise the Lord for this. Uh, He he visited us. He tabernacled among men, but then he made a way so we could come to him. He draws us to himself. So look at the verses. It begins in verse 1, Praise you, the Lord, from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise ye him, all his angels. Now, stop just a moment. Do you see the natural progression here? He begins with the, the heavens, the heights that we can see, and then he goes immediately to the third heaven where the angels are. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his host. Then he comes back down. Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. So now he comes down to, to the atmosphere, he comes down to the world that we see and what we observe from earth. Uh, Praise ye him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens. So uh, that which we see, that which we cannot see, let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. In other words, God's in charge of it all. Do you see the heavens and the heights? And the host of angels, they're all praising the name of our great God. let me show you a parallel. Go to the oldest book in the Bible. Uh, The oldest book in the Bible is the book of Job. And listen to Job 38, verse number 1. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding, who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof, when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it brake forth as if it had been issued out of the womb? <laughs> Do you see what he's doing here? He's asking rhetorical questions, of course. Uh, he's basically saying. Uh, man wasn't there. You, you had nothing to do with setting any of this in motion. I love the divine reasoning. And uh, even in that, there's a little little hint of divine humor, if you will. Uh, God begins his reasoning with Job. And where does he begin? He begins with creation. He takes him all the way back to the very beginning. I would say to you, from the very beginning, all of creation has been singing God's praise. When the little bird sings, it's singing God's praise. The rays of the sun reflect God's glory. Everything in the creation is shouting at the top of its lungs, there is a God. He is perfect. He is beautiful. He is strong. He is wise. Everything around us is lifting us to the heights of praise. So let's make an application. If that's true, why do we live such earthbound lives? Why do we get so stuck in in temporal things that we fail to lift up our eyes to the heavens, to the Lord from whence cometh our help? Uh, the Lord said, lift up your head, your redemption draweth nigh. Oh, friend, the nearer we get to heaven, the more we ought to lift our eyes to the heavens. Do you see in Psalm 148 the connection between heaven and your home? Remember, Psalm 148 is about getting... Both young men and maidens, old men and children, all praising the name of the Lord. Let me tell you one of the great connection lines between heaven and your home. It's the praise line. It's the praise line. When you get the people in your home to begin reflecting on the goodness of God around them and observing the power and majesty of God even in creation and talking about that, you're immediately lifting them out of the mundane and ordinary to the God who is higher than all. Uh, May I give you just a practical challenge? Uh, Just this week, uh, my wife and I, one of our children, took a walk. A walk through the fields and uh, near the woods and observing the creation. And uh, we just had a good time together, just talking as we walked. There's something about turning the media off and getting out in God's creation and enjoying what the Lord has given us. that lifts us to the heights of praise. I'd like to challenge you to do the same. Turn off some of the noise, remove some of the distractions, and ask the Lord to help you lift your head up, to get your eyes back on the greatness and goodness and grace of your God. And may the Lord give us this week
0: hallelujahs in our homes. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of enjoying the journey. All of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithe should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.